Welcome, welcome, welcome to Basketball Heads Live. I'm your host, Glenn Poole Harding. And tonight, we have a very special guest. This basketball head is a Harlem legend who has been playing basketball since the age of nine and loved the game ever since. But as much as he loved the game, trouble had a way of changing the course of this basketball head's future. He played for numerous AAU teams, Minnesinks, the Mustangs, Aim High, Brooklyn USA, Skyriders, Millbank, and Riverside Church. When he decided to go to high school, this basketball head went to All Hollows for two days and said, it's not for me. No girls. So he was out. New York City legendary coach Ernie Loitz wanted to kill him, he said, because he sent all his players to Catholic school and demanded that they stay there and finish. After leaving All Hollows, he attended Brandeis High School, but never showed up to school the first year. The next year, he came back and played JV, averaging a staggering 25 points per game. But as I said earlier, trouble had a way of finding him and he was kicked out of school due to an incident, which we will talk about later. Things changed once this basketball head transferred to Martin Luther King High School. His game took off immediately. He began getting recognized as one of the top city players and national recruiting looks. But once it came to his grades, he had to settle for local colleges, FIT, Westchester Community College. From there, this basketball head transferred to St. Augustine College in the CIAA. We all know what goes on down there. Plenty of fun. Well, listen, it was no laughing matter because this basketball head was found to have a heart problem. But when he got a second opinion, there was nothing wrong. Go figure. After leaving college, he played semi-pro ball, but returned home to put his trouble past in the past and become one of New York's great playground legends. Came home to Harlem, made his name. So without further ado, help me welcome to the show my guest, Martin Luther King High School great and Harlem playground legend, Mel Sean Scott. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? ready? Yes. 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 You have you just stepped into, into, into the world, world of chaos. chaos. Where everybody, Where everybody goes, goes hard. Tickets because the game about to start. What's up, homie? What's up, good brother? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well, man. Let me tell you something, brother. 
I, I, I just want to let you know, had you on my site for a long time, my G. Um, just working out schedules and making sure I get people at the right time. You know what I'm saying? But trust me, your flowers been coming, my brother. Yeah, I enjoy what you're doing out here for the brothers, man. No it's doubt. Good, man. And, and for the ladies, too. Don't forget them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. You, you have some I, ladies on here that be putting man. in that work. I ran into my man down at Tillery, you know, and uh, he was like, yo, what's up? You ain't doing a show no more? I said, yeah, I'm doing every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. He's like, man, who you got on this Sunday? I said, man, I got Mel Sean Scott. He said, oh, man. Oh, we, we talking about Brooklyn cat, you heard? <laughs> he didn't get just that far. The, when I said your name, he said, oh, he get that work for real. Like, a walking <laughs> So I just want to let you know, my G, your name's just from Harlem to the five boroughs, man, all the way down here to Brooklyn, man. So salute to you. Yeah, man, I always, as a kid, man, I always took my show on the road, man. I always wanted to play against the best, so that was and, my and, thing. And I, I listen, the knock on the Uptown guys is, a lot of y'all didn't come out here to Brooklyn to play. Man, so, I've been doing I've been doing that no, since the nineties. No so <laughs> <laughs> since That's the nineties. I had future here early on when I first started yeah. last year. And me and him used to get into it. And he used to be like, yo, G, I'll come down, come to town with Antoine Melchard down to Dean Street. Kenny Anderson said he would go down to Dean Street, right? So these guys are come and get their Brooklyn work. And yeah, you gotta come get that book and work. You gotta you gotta establish yourself in these boroughs, man. If you don't, yeah. you know, everybody gonna look at you like you crazy, like nah, he ain't like that. <laughs> it's fact, a fact. Fact, fact. So well, I like to ask everybody, man, let's see what you do to the game. Um I'm originally from 134th and 8th Avenue. So I I used to watch this dude named Jim Reed back in the days. Bless his soul. He passed away like two years ago. My man Jim Reed. Tough left-hander. Tough left-hander. Awkward shot. Was getting 30 on a lot of dudes in the city. Rest in peace to Jim Reed, yo. Wow. That's yeah. the first time I heard of his name, man. And I, and I love yeah. that we do this, man, because it keeps those guys' names alive. You know, especially for people who never yeah. heard of them before. That's a fact. So, you and, know, I grew up on 134. He, he was the joint in the hood on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, definitely. Against a lot of dudes. Like, you know, dudes know who he is. Dudes uptown know who he is. Jim was putting in that work. That's real. And, and you answered both questions. You answered my next question. I was going to ask you where you from. Because, you know, I, I talked to different guys from different parts of the city. And when I ask dudes where they from, they want to tell you the specifics, right? Because Harlem, we think, you know, it's small, but it's really big. Yeah. Because east but side, was, that's the west side. And if you could do both, you go. Yeah. She was crazy. as like, you know, my, I got family all from all over. So, you know, I've been all over the place, like Brooklyn. Queens, and it's funny, like you know, when I be playing this in tournaments, you got dudes be like, "Oh, nah, he's from Rochdale." Nah, brother, my grandmother, my grandmother lived in Rochdale. When I used to get in trouble up here, that's what my mother used to send me all the time. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Salute to my people out in Rochdale, my guy, uh, Chris Haney, always putting that work out there for my Queens guys. 
I got a sore uh, Queens, old school Queens dude that's gonna come on, man. That uh, you know, people kind of forgot about, man. I'm glad I, I got to connect with them. A salute to my guy Chris Haney. That's what's up. No doubt, no doubt. So, what age did you fall in love with the game? What age did like the game had you? Um, I say around nine. That's when I really started like taking it serious. Cause like you know, my pops he always used to like push me and my brother a lot. So. You know, we was old. Me and my brother was always competitive when it comes to sports. So you know, baseball was like people don't know. Like baseball was like my number one thing. Yo, I love baseball. I don't know how many guys I spoke to that started out playing another sport. I started out playing baseball. Went to Lincoln to play football. Made the basketball team and quit football. Right? It didn't start out with basketball. <laughs> what, what position you playing baseball? I was playing. I was a catcher, and uh, sometimes yeah, I played catcher. At first, you know, you know that's it used to kind of scare me at times. Yo, with man, that. <laughs> yo I, I salute all catchers, yo. First of all, being a batter, that ball coming at you. Cause I, I, I not even, you, not even that, bro. After my man got hit in the eye with the ball, yeah. I quit. Like I was done. Not even that, because sometimes, yo, you know, you got some batters, they like to just swing crazy. So one time I got hit in the back with that joint, and that joint, I was like, ooh. <laughs> but to play that position is ill. Because it's, it's yeah. only, you got to be, there's the mental part, the physical part, but then also the mental part. Because you got to yeah, overcome that shit quick. It's crazy, yeah. yo. And, and then sometimes... Depends on what coach wanted me to play. So I used to play uh, third base sometimes, or I played shortstop. All tough positions. I, I was yeah. first and third. I was first and third. Yeah, yeah. a lot of thinking positions. So. For shortstop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was that fast. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so that was a, a big influence in your life early. Yeah, definitely. He um always wanted us to be competitive. Plus, he was into martial arts as well. So, you know, I was doing that as well. Okay. <laughs> so, what was Jim Reed the best player in the neighborhood when you was coming up? I mean, I come from an area of nothing but ball players. See, I lived in two spots. I lived on 134th and 8th Avenue. Then I um we had a spot on 143rd and 8th Avenue. So, in my building. I had um, Coach Thurman from um, yes. from Riverside. He lived in my yes. building. Mm. Um, Steve McDowell, who played at um, LaSalle and um, in Manhattan College. Thanks. So you know he was another he was another inspiration to me because I used to go to his house, read all his letters and all this stuff. And then um, down the block, I had Sham Guard, Ali Moe. Uh, the Arnold brothers, uh, Gary Saunders, my man, uh, Melvin McKee, Ziggy. Um, a lot of ball players, man. Yeah, you uh, a lot of ball coming up down the block, you walking into a basketball game. Yeah. Or uh, something that has to do with basketball and right, that competitive nature. Yeah, Steve Hodge lived on my block. Julius Hodge lived on my block. Damn. Yeah. It, it's just it, a lot of basketball. My man, Chucky. It was, my whole hood was full of ball players. 
full of ball players. That's crazy. Um, so, my boy, yeah, Tip Dog, Mike Boogie, all everybody, man. Um, right. who else? Who else can I name? My man Marquis, that was in the newspaper when we was young, shaking Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> like yo, it was it was nuts, man. In my hood, and what man. School, what school did he go to when he played against Isaiah? No, Marquis was young. He was real young. He was like a phenom. Oh, in high school, he was doing that. Like, he was a young... Marquis was like a young phenom. Anybody know Marquis, man, like when he was young? He was a phenom. Let me tell you, he's man. He's from... Matter of fact, he's from Stefan Marbury in the era, and they know who he is. Right? Now, <laughs> now, now you see how you naming these names? Now, I'm going to keep it 100, brother. Well, if I don't know anyone, if I hear the name, it's recognizable, I agree. But if I don't, I'm, I want to ask questions about these people because it's going to be a time in the future. Somebody probably in the hall is probably going to write a story about your life. And you probably mm -hmm. have nothing to do with it. Somebody that saw you play, you probably moved someone. You don't even know. Yeah. Right? And, and you weren't there to convey those notes or whatever. So I'm saying with these people that you know firsthand, I would definitely like to hear more about them, man. And like I told <laughs> Shane, I'm going to come up to the neighborhood. I'm going to come up to the neighborhood, walk around and meet some of these people, man, whatever we have to do, just so we can spotlight and highlight these people because this is going to be forever, right? And we want yeah, to document that's this a history, fact. brother. You're a part of that, man. That's, that's a fact. crazy that you mentioned these guys all in one area. Yeah. Now, and we had some young, we had some young dudes too. <laughs> we had some young, oh, no, no. some young killers. It's, it's just a cycle, right? It's just a cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle. Because right everybody now. was watching each other. Right. And Harlem is different, right? Mm -hmm. Harlem is different. Like, out of all the other boroughs, right? Yeah. You see how we, we didn't say Manhattan, fam. Yeah. I don't never, I don't, you know, when people be like, you from Manhattan, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Manhattan is like downtown. That's the rich people area. That's Manhattan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> how, was life, how was life different in Harlem through your eyes? Just talking like from a kid perspective. If you can think about from back then, what was Harlem like to you? See, I grew up in the era of, um, you know, the Alpos, the Rich Porters, you know, the dudes that was getting money. Um, Rich Porter. Um, see, like I said, I'm from 134th and 8th Avenue. They live like right around the corner from me. So you know, Donnell Porter was one of my friends. Uh, Rich Porter brother who was um yeah. murdered nice to him. Yeah. back in the days. Yeah. So wow, man. So we we came up in some dangerous times, man, and. For, for guys like ourselves to still be here to tell a story because, you know, uh, my good friend, um, I'm not here no more to, to talk about some of these things. You know what I'm saying? My guy, yeah. Carlton Hines, uptown. Um, that was my guy, too. He, he, That's right. We played together uh, in the summertime. We'll go uptown to play with him. And he was a younger guy, but he had an old soul. And right after I left uh, MCI, he was the next New York player to go up there, man. And yeah, that was my guy. That was my that was my guy too from Calling Av. <laughs> I got family yeah. over there too, so I used to be over there too. <laughs> right, right. And, and I think I put up a post. I put up a post 
last year this. I didn't create the post. Uh, yeah. My guy from uh, Hoops Post, he posted some things sometimes and he sent me some things yeah. to put up. So I said, I'll post it or whatever. And it was like, I put the wrong address and God was like, yo, hold on, fam. Yeah, because they were saying, right, yeah. Everyone, but he's from here. And I yo. Uh, because you put you put that he was from you put that he was from Soundview. Right. Don't ever do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yo. It, Cause that's where the whole thing stemmed from, like the whole beef from back in the day, Soundview calling that. Don't ever do that, man. <laughs> oh, okay. So now yeah. so I done did and I told my guy, I sent it back to him and I told him to change it. So I yeah. said, now before you put some up. Send it to me, and I'm gonna check it first before I even put it up. You yeah, know, all of this is all work. That's that it. So I appreciate all you guys for doing that, man. Thank you. That's a fact. No doubt. So look, let's talk about your younger years, right? Because you played with a lot of teams, brother. You've been around, right? Unlike yeah. a lot of guys, they they one stop shop and they stay there their whole lives. You got to see the whole spectrum from. Menacing all the way down to Brooklyn, USA. How was that experience yeah. for you? Um, I started out in Menacing with my boy, my god brother, Kimani Williams, and uh, Prince Shamgar, Shamgar's little brother. Mm. And we all played for Menacing, which is like on 142nd and Lennox. Played for um, my coach Sam and Slim Hawkins, bless his soul. So those how we really played. And then... Um, we used to have a tournament called Little East. Um, Tone Rose had a tournament called Little East, and we used to play in there. And then I started playing with them. But then um, I think I was like maybe 13. Yeah, 13. About 13. Went over to uh, um, Riverside. Used to go to the tryouts and all that stuff, playing and, you know, playing winning tournaments and everything. And um, how I got to... Brooklyn, USA, I was, um, I played against them in housing one year. I think I probably had about 30. Yeah. Yo, about come 30. On, come on. I, I always like to pause people when they bring up the housing tournament. Yeah. How important was the housing tournament to our development, man? And then you can go back to Oh, the housing was crazy, though, oh. man, because you played, you played in your borough. Against all tough teams in your borough, then you went to a um you you got invited to I think it was whatever that college downtown Brooklyn was um what's that college oh, yeah, downtown Brooklyn? The same press as LIU. It's one. It's another one. It's a D three school. New York Tech. Yeah, New York Tech. Yeah, New York Tech. We played in we played in New York Tech. We lost in the championship by one point. We beat Brooklyn USA. Beat them. I had about thirty something, and my other man I had about thirty something. Like we was, we was, but see, the game was tough, tough game, tough game. And um, who was coaching them at the time? I think Zig or Tip was coaching them at the time. So they always okay, used to tell okay. me, "Yo, come, you know, come play with us, come play with us," you know. So I went and played a couple of tournaments and um, have fun, you know, playing against. Certain dudes build their relationships with a couple of dudes from Brooklyn. You know? 
That's real, man. Yo, my guy, uh, Coastal, the producer, said my guy, Battling Grounds. Live on Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's my guy. I used to play against his uncle when I was young. His uncle was tough, man. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> his definitely. uncle was tough. My man Nutter Butter was a tough animal, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Salute to my guy A-Game as well. Yeah, that's my guy, too. Classic. Yeah, man. How yeah. Doing, man? Super Nutter classic. Butter, rest in peace. No yeah, doubt. man. So, when you was coming up, right, that, that whole scene, right, was you always... Like a walking bucket. Like, I've been a post one time, dude was like, Dykeman, nothing less than 25 here. Um, Dyke, I, I worked on, I, I worked on my craft, man. Like, yo, you know, I was one of those kids that I was always an underdog. So I used to go out in the snow, shooting the snow, shooting the rain. My mom just be like, boy, you is crazy. It's cold. <laughs> it's F out there. I don't care. I just want to play. I want to get better. And that's just what it is. Like, I wanted to get better. Wow. So every summer, I was adding things to my game. Every summer. Six, four, guard, strong. Yeah, it's tough. Tough. So now, <clears throat> first school you go to, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get it? You get it? I sit down with Mr. Lawrence, right? What was that? Yeah. We're going to talk about the first conversation he had about you going to All Hollows and what the excitement was before you knew what um, you I got a, I graduated from IS-195. So then, um, you know, Mr. Lloyd was like, yo, look, you didn't play junior high school ball, but I got you a scholarship at All Hollows. I was like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you know me being young, right. foolish. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm young, foolish. He's really, yeah. literally setting you up, like yeah. So I'm young, I'm foolish. I go there, I'm like this. Nah, this ain't it, man. Like yo, I'm saying yo, this is not it. Like yo, because you gotta realize. I went to 195. It was nothing but girls there. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was my aura, man. Like, you know, I was a young dude, curly hair, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I wanted to be around the girls, man. So I ain't thinking about the, you know, the whole aspect of, you know, the basketball thing. It's just like, yo, dude, I don't want to be around no bunch of dudes. Like, come on, man. <laughs> That's real talk. That's real. Yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying? Man. So that's crazy. That's crazy. So now, okay. So what was that conversation like? <laughs> <laughs> yo, it was crazy because you Listen, I had mad love for Mr. Lois, man. Whatever, you know, all the stuff they got in the tabloids, whatever, 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 about him, whatever, whatever. Never was with me. You know what I'm saying? I had mad love for Mr. Lois, but like that day we sat down, I'll never forget. We went to breakfast <laughs> and we talked and I was like, yo, this ain't it. He's like, oh, yo, you're being a knucklehead. 
<laughs> like, I have it set up for you to go to this school to do better. And I was just like, yo, this is not it. It's not going to do it for me. So he was like, all right, so what you want to do? I said, well, I'll try the public school thing. If the public school thing working for me or whatever the case may be, that's what I'm going to do. He said, all right, whatever. So um, I think that year was 93. Yeah, 93, my first year of high school. So went, probably, yeah, I filled up. I went to school. And I think uh, maybe two or three months later, that's when I got locked up for something that happened prior. And I was supposed to serve 10 years, but I got it to where I had, um, they sent me to a, a detention upstate and try on New York. So I wound up going to try on. Got out, wanted to start over again. So came back to Brandeis, uh, tried out for the team. Coaches was hating, <laughs> as usual. Uh, we got our star player, which was my man, Javal. He was Javal Naismith, all-city player in New York City. He was, he was good. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at the, all these other players, and I'm like, you know, I'm better than them. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, yeah, you know, play JV and whatever, whatever. Then next year we'll we'll give it a go. Okay, no problem. With the JV, tore it up, did my thing. Then he tried to bring me in. Hold on, hold on. You do your thing. You average twenty five points. I tell people anything over twenty, doing it on a consistent basis. You doing some kind of work. And you did this, you know, playing JV in the right age. Not like you was ringing. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? A so that's just, yeah. real, that's just real talk right there, man. Like, now, at that point, right, you averaging 25, you seeing the big picture now. Are, are you thinking, like, damn, big-time D1 NBA, are the dreams starting to happen? Yeah, the dreams is, yeah, the dreams are still there, but my mindset was still in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a young kid. I, You know what I'm saying? I was a kid that was getting money, man. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was in the street for real, for real. Like, I wasn't like none of these kids, you know, starving. Even though I had a mother that worked in, in the hospital field for 40-some years, you know, there's a lot of stuff she couldn't afford that I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was out here doing what I was doing. So... And that's honest. And that's being yeah. honest. That's being honest. You know, and, and the decisions, right? Because there's going to be some young guys probably in your position right now thinking, now what decisions shall I make, right? And hopefully after this interview, they'll know the right choices they'll have to make. Now, it's still going to have to be on them. Yeah, that's a fact. I just want to give them an option. Each one to each one. That's it. That's it. So now, do you think with that with that situation that got you uh ousted out of Brandeis, right? Could that could that have been prevented when you look back at it? Um it kind of it, it, it was crazy because um it all happened like 
Yo, the kid stole somebody's sneakers, and I was laughing because the, the person's sneakers he stole was my boy joint. So I'm laughing. My boy tuned them up. So the next day, I come to school. I'm going to science class. It's like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, I got an early class. I'm surrounded by like 10 Dominican dudes, <laughs> like 10. So, you know, they take a swing, whatever, whatever. I snuff one. I, so it's, they got me outnumbered. So I jumped down the stairs. I said, I'll be back. Came back with my crew. They running, we chasing them, whatever, whatever. Boom. Uh, later on that day, I had a little girlfriend. You know, you know how you do. You chill after school with your girlfriend. Yeah, be doing your little ones and twos, you know, right, <laughs> after right, school. Right. So I see the dude. She's like, yo, babe, that, that dude that, you know, that, uh, uh, I'm like, yeah, that's him. So we run down on him. <laughs> and, you know, one thing that's another. Somebody got cut, and that was just that. <laughs> you know? So, actually, I didn't actually get kicked out of Brandeis. My mother was like, you got to get out of there because you're a different type of breed, and I already know what's going to happen. So, she was like, yo, what is this going to be, like an everyday thing? Like, you're going to be fighting and stabbing or doing whatever you do every day? And I was just like, you got a point. So um, at the time, I started playing with a team called um, St. Mark's, who transitioned into um, Abyssinian with my coach, Lex and Turtle. And hold on, hold on. Time out again. Yo, so I had y'all on on the show, my guy, last year, right? Mm -hmm. He talks about Coach Turtle. Now, I go to Harlem, I go to Rucker, I go to the Gaucho Gym, and I go to 145th, right there, Lennox. Yeah. I go to the old boys yesterday, because I'm doing my round. Yeah. And yeah. it's this old man in the park working out with these two young men. And I go, I, I have no idea who he is. Mm -hmm. So I go over, and I say, uh, excuse me, sir, do you mind if I film over here? So like, cool. I said, by the way, my name is Glenn Harding. I got a basketball show. Big basketball heads. He was like, well, I'm Coach Turtle. I said, you're the legendary Coach Turtle. Oh, yo, mm -hmm. sat down, gave me some time, gave my five minutes of his time. I videotape it. It's up on YouTube right now. Mm -hmm. The people he talked about that he helped along his way, and he started coaching at 14. Turtle Coach Pros, man. Legit pros. He said it. Yeah, I, I was just like blown Legit away. Legit pros. So salute to Coach Turtle, a New York yeah. City legend. Definitely. Wow. So look, bro, even with all the stuff yeah. that you was getting into, you always came back to the basketball. Yeah. So that's how I know you're a real one for real. That's a fact. Because you could have stayed. So, it was easy for you to stay away from the game. Yeah, it definitely was, but you know, I I looked at basketball as an outlet, and you know, it was fun. It was real fun, man. At the time, like I see in the nineties, you know, nineties, everybody was playing, everybody was having fun. It wasn't none of this stuff that you go to parks now, where 
dudes are shooting up the parks and, you know, where the right. kids be at. Well, we wasn't having none of that, man, because you always had the OGs who was either getting money or, you know, running the show. They wasn't playing that, man. Like, you ain't bringing that, that nonsense in our hood, man. And if you did, you was getting dealt with. Back. We need to take our streets back, man. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Take our kids back at that. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, what are some of the things that Coach Turtle helped you out with? Well, yeah, you know, he told me this is the initial thing. Like, um, this is how I met um Coach Major from that you know went the Coach Robeson. So, oh, Mage okay. was trying to Look, yeah, Mage. That's my guy. Definitely. So, Mage was actually trying to get me to come to Roberson. But I was on, I was like, yo, Mage, I messed with you, but that joint is kind of too far, bro. <laughs> For the me to be waking up. It probably would have changed everything, though, because the yeah. guys of Roberson were kind of built like, you know what I'm saying? The guys, yeah. you know, street dudes as well, but I think you would have fit right into that joint, man. Yeah, because, yo, listen, at the time, they had 10 Division One players, man, yeah. on their team. And all of them was my friends. Like Phil Grant. That's my man to this day. Wow. Alan Griffin. My, that's, those are my guys to this day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was just too far, man. So um, I was trying to go to – actually, I was trying to go to Kennedy in the Bronx. Trying to go there. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was trying to go there. But um, they was telling me, oh, it's kind of too late. So I started school. When I came back, I started school in, like, um, October. I didn't get into King until, like, October. Because I was trying to go in September. So, you know, you got to go through this all this border education stuff. So I went, and they was like, yo, we got to school you. And I was like, what school? They was like, um, we're going to send you to Martin Luther King. So I was like, oh, work? All right, cool. My best friend went there. I knew a couple other people that went there, you know. And plus, I used to play in the projects next to it on 64th and Amsterdam. So, you know, the transition was cool. So I got there. Um, they had tryouts. Tryouts. Uh, first day. It was a Friday. Did my thing. Then... They had another trial on a Saturday. Did my thing. They cut me. This was, I was like, what? I'm looking at the players and I'm like, nah, it's no way in hell. I said, nah. So this is what I did. Every day I played against these dudes in gym, I cut their ass. I didn't care who it was. Killing them every day. To the coach was like, yo, my man, matter of fact, my man Kev Morris, star player, was like, yo, coach want to talk to you. So what the fuck you want to talk to me about? He cut me. I said, yo, <laughs> just go, yo, go talk to the nigga. I was like, all right, coach John, talking to John. He's like, yo, we got practice and a scrimmage. We scrimmage against Lincoln that, that same day. So we had a little practice. And then we played Lincoln. Did well in the in the scrimmage. So he was like, yo, you on the team? You on the team now. Cool. So I'm doing my thing. 
through the whole season, I averaged like 10, 10 points, probably like 11 rebounds. Was doing my thing. We had fun. That was a fun. That was a fun season. Like we went to Vegas. Uh, what, played what in. Years, uh, what years was this when you were at, at, at King? Uh, I was there from. What was that? Ninety four to ninety ninety eight. What were you there? Oh, okay, so you came the year after they won the chip. Yeah, came the year after. Those are my guys. So you know, all the guys like. My man Jamal Hunter, he's from my name? way. What is your coach name? Coach Johnson, Dave Johnson. Okay, now I need to get him on the show, and I'm gonna tell man. you why. Nobody knows where he at, man. <laughs> we need to find. Let me explain something to you. Here's a connection. Here's a connection. Uh huh. Your coach went to Lincoln. Yeah. He tried out for four years straight, and my coach cut him. This is crazy. Wow. Then years wow. later, beat my coach in the city championship. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I, talk to my, I talk to my coach about this all the time. He just couldn't – you know, you never remember. Coach never remember the guys they cut. You know they never do. They never do. So I told him. I said, Coach, and I forwarded him. Uh, there's a – it's on YouTube. I thought, like, Coach, watch this. And the guy said, yo, I got cut from Lincoln four years straight. So it was just something magical about that game. Steph wasn't going to win back-to-back. They, they, that just wasn't going to happen. He mm -hmm. had, that motivated him for 95. Yeah. Because he went, yo, listen. I, I commend Steph, man, because he, every year he was there. Every year he played against a dog guard, man. Like every year he played against a guard that was just an animal, man. Like, and he, who was, you who know, was the guard, who was the guard for Kennedy? That I mean, for King that was giving giving the business. Oh, Jamal Hunter. Jamal Hunter. We need to track him down. I, I, Jamal Hunter, brother. Yeah. I watched these games. Was that the game? But I didn't realize the significance of it till years later till I'm doing this show. So a lot yeah. of things I played the game, I've been around. So a lot of things I'm just finding out being involved with my show. So yeah. and what's yo, well, you know what's crazy though? King beat a Tilden team. A, a tough Tilden team. So he would have been having to play against God, crazy guard. Even if Tilden. If Tilden would have won, it'd have been Ed Coda against Stephon Marbury. <laughs> and Ed was giving everybody hell that year. Ain't that guy? Hold on. What's what's your guy name again? I'm gonna write the name down. What's the guard name again? Who's that? The guard from King that played against Steph. Oh, Jamal Hunter. Jamal Hunter. Cause I want to make sure. Uh, Jamal Hunter. 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 Hunter yeah. got you. Yeah. I want to make sure some way I get a conversation with this guy because, you know, we hear about the coders, right? Mm -hmm. Stephon Marbury, right? It should be Jamal Hunter, right? Because that's how you get to that to that upper echelon of New York guards. Yeah. You, you just don't be there of... by yourself. You got to go through some nah. things, brother. 
This is yeah. New York City of gods. Oh, yeah. God City. That's a fact. It's That's always crazy. been that way. Yo, even you, even you, in your even in your era, man. Even in your era, it's always oh, been oh, tough yeah, guards. Man, oh, it was crazy. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, seen some, I see some stuff, man. <laughs> I, I, I see some stuff, and I, I try to be a fan still and go out and enjoy the new era of basketball. Um, and I, and I'm really starting to get back into it. Because yeah. I missed out on some years, and and the game is changing right now, uh, and and I think it needs more of us. I think a lot of us has benefited from these games, for the game of basketball, and it took us away from the game. <laughs> it's crazy, right? As much as we were in the game, a lot of us is not involved in the game as more. And I hear a lot of older guys talk about the game, and I'm like, yo, if y'all want to talk right, start teaching it. Yeah, because I'll be looking at some of the trainers and <sighs> it's just it's just but bad. Like, because the there's that, no teaching going on in coaching. Man, that, yeah, like that's that's you 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 absolutely right because these coaches is like, all right, here's basketball. Go out there, do what you gotta do. And, it, and you're not you're not teaching these kids the right way. It's not you know, you telling them, oh yeah, go out there and get 40. But he getting forty and his man getting forty. That's not that's not basketball, man. It's it, like, and I love New York City basketball. And I just sit there and I'll be like, "Dang, what happened?" The internet happened <laughs> because you got all these kids. They on the internet, you know. And I'll be watching some of the highlights. Okay, you make a thousand good moves to the bucket. All right, you score. Where's the defense at? Where's the video we're showing this guy that you killing or supposed to be killing going back at you? And how did you stop this guy? They never show that. They just want to show bits and pieces. Yeah. I, I, I said it's, it's the conspiracy that they kill a game. This is why, and this, brother, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm a, like a Dave Chappelle conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Real talk. I That's think why things in this basketball and the way it's going down now, I think they really want to destroy the game. Yeah, that's why I love my era. Because you it didn't like like the dude from ISA used to say, come with your game, not your name. Facts. All the time. Facts. Facts. All the time. Come with your game, not your name. It don't matter if you playing at Oak Hill, no matter if you playing at this school. Yo, my era, dudes, I seen dudes who was the number one player in the country get demolished <laughs> by a dude that's top 15. Yes. I come from a I come from a great era, man. Like tournaments, like the AU tournaments was crazy. Like we had Slam Jam and um California. Crazy tournament. We had uh all the Adidas tournaments in Vegas, crazy. Y'all era with the sneaker companies was coming in crazy. Like, yeah. You know, we, in my era, you get a free pair of sneakers, you was like king of the world, like one pair. Like, that's a fact. We were 10 paid good. Now, brothers, I see dudes, young dudes who not even own anything. They got room full of sneakers from these sneaker companies. Yeah. Like, and plus, you know, we had all the good camps too. Like, 
we had ABCD, we had Nike, we had uh Five Star. Not well, the first, not the first five star. See, right, a lot right, of people get yeah, mixed up. You know, right? you go to first two sessions. No, the sessions when you get on a plane and they oh, take yeah. you out there. You get, yeah, the where they take you out there, or you go to the last, the last session, which is in August, and then you kill in that one. They invite you to pit two, where they put you on a plane and you fly it out to wherever. You know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes ain't had dudes wasn't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Then we had uh it was this other camp, uh another joint in Jersey that was crazy. It, it, you know, like everything was just crazy in my era. And I love my era, man. I, I just I love my era of basketball, man, because nah, you nah, it, it, definitely, definitely like nothing so, was given. Right. You had to right. earn it. So so with saying that. Who else did you bust to let you know you was one of the top guys in the city for real? I mean, I went at every... I can't say I bust one dude ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went at everybody. Like, everybody knew what it was. I was coming to play. Like, it wasn't no games with me. Like, yeah, Eastern Invitational. Yeah, that's one of the tournaments. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going at everybody. I didn't care what number you was ranked. I didn't care about none of that. Like I was, I was giving it to you. Like I was coming at you. You coming at me? I'm coming at you. That's just what it is. Ain't no friendship shit. That's the problem with nowadays. I have you know everybody want to be friends. We can be friends later. Let's be friends later. I don't want to be your friend now. We're not going to get a, a sunny do after the game if you bust my ass. We're not doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? That's the era I come from. Listen, JRE. Number one player in the country, five star. Everybody know he's going to North Carolina sooner or later. Big dude on campus. Well, snappy head kid, skinny, light skinned kid from Byways of Brooklyn, Queens, kicked his ass the whole camp. Should be like that. And his name was Lloyd Daniels. Boy was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> but since background and the packages that he came with, they didn't make him number one player in America after that. They still kept J.R. Reed the number one player. Even That's crazy. Sweet Pea went down there and toasted his ass. That's crazy. Sweet Pea's a bad motherfucker. How about this? How about this? <laughs> Ron Strickland goes around the country and kicks all the guards' ass around the country. He's like, uh... I'm not going to the last session of five star. I'm chilling. Well, you all become McDonald's All American. That's how them. That's how they was, man. That's how golfing them was, man. And, and I know what you was about to say at first before you switched up the language, fam. Because I'm saying it in my mind. That's how golfing them was. Yeah. If you don't True. go through their doors, listen. Golfing them is good peoples. I got jerked out of an all-star game. I'm going to tell you straight tell like this. It. Tell me about it. I, yo, listen. You know how I camp, you know, you play, dudes be playing around and doing all types of stuff, sneaking in a room, hitting you with water balloons and all crazy stuff. So I'm in my joint. I'm in my room sleep. I wake up. I got a condom with shaving cream next to my face. Oh. What? 
don't play those games. I don't play those type of games. Where I'm from, I don't care about now. I'm like, basketball? I don't care about that. I want to get to the nitty-gritty of this. Who did it? What's up? I'm on that type of time. Sure enough, found out who did it. Handled my business. Golfing them is like, oh, you can't bring this thug stuff to the... Listen, where I'm from, I don't play I don't play those type of games. I don't know what y'all allowing here. Not here. Not for me. So y'all can do what y'all want to do. If y'all want to send me home, that's cool. I'm I'm no problem. Nah, you're a talented player. We want to keep you here, whatever, whatever. You know, the ball, the BS, whatever, whatever. Come to find out that's why I didn't make the all-star team. Cause a little fight. A coach told me. They didn't take it to the fact that you were sleeping already. They didn't take it to the fact that you was getting your mind together to play. It wasn't like you was out there running around, right? Yeah. You I was having yo, you. Yo, yo. I was having fun in Foster, man. Right? You away from home. As kids, they don't have no idea what's going through the minds of a youngster. Yeah. Saying, and to take the whole thing into perspective, be like, Mom, this guy was in his room at the time he was supposed to be getting ready, and this happens. He wakes up like that. We understand. Yeah. So, you know, it was just crazy. Like, you know, like I always said, I've always been on the dog, man. And which is, it was always cool with me because everybody who I, they felt was better, I wound up turning out to be better. Mm. And those guys, trust me, they know. Those oh, yeah. don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Because, yeah. yo, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of dudes after high school and college, I didn't see them in street ball. I didn't see them no more. Some guys stop playing ball. Like, they just stop. I don't know if it was the mental thing, the mental thing from college, you know, playing for a coach that just made them don't want to play basketball no more. I, I don't know. Like, I just stopped seeing a lot of guys that I used to play against all the time. So, Well, I know I know, I definitely uh, went through that. I'm choosing the wrong program for my game at the time. But I had a great college life. You get what I'm saying? And I kind of went in another That's... direction into music. Right? Played West Forth, Rucker a little bit. But when and one came around, I got ghosts. I stayed focused into the music and was doing something else. And, and I began coaching because I saw the game going into a different direction. We'll go out to California every now and again to play uh, and come back. And it was just like, damn, I can't go out here to the Drew League and then come back and want to play some N one shit. I can't do that. And it's not a knock to N one. It was just going in a different direction. And everybody was just on but that. see. You know what's crazy? Everybody look at the N one stuff, talking about the tricks and all this other stuff. The guys that started it, they was about tricks, but they can oh, really play I basketball. Know, I, I know, I know. I'm just talking about when the, the system was taking the game. This is not enough to the players because a lot of those guys yeah. are my guys, and I respect. Those like guys. I seen, yo, listen, I seen Shane give Stephon Marbury forty in Rucker, all mid range. All mid-range. And Steph is, like, elite. <laughs> All mid-range. 
You know what I'm saying? Killing them. No tricks. I'm not doing no tricks. You talking all this old, stop the trick stuff. I'm not doing no tricks. I'm killing you. Mid-range. Side to side. Boom, boom, boom. Jumper. Getting by you. Dishing it to the man. Shane was killing him. Yo, we had a we had a great interview uh, last week, man. I, I think I had to be my longest interview. I think it was only for like three hours. Yo. Yeah. That boy, that, that, that boy Shane got enough knowledge of basketball. Facts. Enough Facts. knowledge of basketball, man. You been around, man. So as as now we we figuring out, you know, we going into the years, our later years of Martin Luther King, and you start to go to those camps. Was any letters coming in because of those camps? Um, yeah, I was getting a lot of um mid major letters. I had uh Providence, Hofstra, LIU. Florida International. Uh, let's see. University of Portland. Portland State at the time. Um, I had one letter from UNLV, but, you know, you know, everybody's always on the list. <laughs> you know how them letters is. You know what I'm saying? You know how everybody be on the list. So and, and when it when it came time, right? You get your senior year, you figuring out at at the any moment did you figure out like that I need to get my grades up or it was just all about ball? But, but that wasn't in the back of your mind. Yeah, because um I know for my first two years, I kind of shit. My last my last my last year. Due to the fact of me going, being a concert or whatever, I was trying to get that year back. So they, PSL did some corny stuff. You know, I got all the documentation, whatever, whatever. And it was just like, nah. So I was like, all right, cool. So I I wound up going to an alternative oh, hold on, school. Come up, come up, come up. So you could illegally uh, reclass. Yeah. What they doing now? Yeah. <laughs> you think about that. Think about yeah. That. Like, you think about that shit. Like, they didn't let you yeah. legally reclass. Yeah, I'll be thinking That's about crazy. that all. I'll be. It's crazy, like how it is now. Like they let all these kids reclass, reclass, reclass. And when I did it, due to my circumstance, they was like, nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I wind up um going to an alternative school. I played in the alternative league. Um. I played at this school called West Side High, where we played against we played against schools like uh, Redirection, Bronx Regional. Uh, like Fizz Academy. Remember Fizz Academy back in the days? Yeah, schools like that. So me and my me and my partner from high school, my man Cross Country, Damian Daniels, we and me and him went over there, tore it up. But we just couldn't beat that Bronx regional team because, you know, they have a bunch of younger dudes and older dudes. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, right. Some, some you know, older dudes, you know? <laughs> yeah, younger dudes and older dudes. But I'm probably the only, I might be the only kid from that type of school to still receive a King diploma. Because <laughs> that's the way I set it up. 
Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the so yeah. when that all when it all kind of worked out, right? And mm -hmm. you had to, you know, pass up on those schools to go to FIT. Um, what was that like? And then talk about the Westchester experience as well. Well, at first I didn't want to go to um I didn't I, I was FRT wasn't a plan at first. I was trying to go to prep school. I had um I had Lorenberg and I had a couple other schools that my godfather at the time, bless his soul, Earl Manny Goat, was trying to get me into. Rest in peace, definitely, man. Wow. So he was trying to get me into these schools. So when he passed away, it kinda like the schools were still like calling, like, yo, are you do you still want to come or whatever, whatever. So, you know, I sat down with my moms and my moms, you know, she's like, yo, just go to college, man. Get all this reclassification stuff, you know, because I basically was, she was basically learning on the fly by about certain things. So she was just like, yo, just go to school. And um, my my AAU coach, Kev Jackson from AIM High, Kev. you know, he was, yep. yeah, he was an assistant coach at, um, at um, FIT. So that made the transition easy for me. So he was like, yo, bring your ass with me. You can't tell me no. <laughs> so we wound up, the crazy thing, we wound up going undefeated the whole season. We lost all our games we lost was outside the region. Wow. So we went we went 34 and 0 in the region. Here's where the here's where it happens. My coach at the time, he wants to run a practice of three big men. I was a small forward, and we had two big men. My man Jamel Coachman and uh my man Eric Emerson. I wound up tweaking my back. Tweaking my wow. back. Before we go to the region. So I really don't have no lateral movement, nothing like, yo, I was done. I, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't really move. I couldn't dunk. I couldn't do nothing. So um, we won our first game. We played, I think, Suffolk West. Cause they, back then, they had like Suffolk East, Suffolk West, whatever. That, it was crazy in our, in our region. So we wound up beating them. We blowed them out. Then uh, we lost to Monroe. I was done. I couldn't make no moves, whatever, whatever. It was finished. So, you know, lost to them. A team we beat all year long. <laughs> Tight. Uh, who wound up winning it that year? Sullivan. We smoked Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of my guys went out there too. Yep. Yo, listen. We smoked Sullivan. We played Sullivan, smoked them. My boy, Show Rivera, Andre Rivera. Yes, yes. Player of the year, All-American. Was dogging all the guards in the conference. Wow. Yeah. We had a, we had a crew, man. We went 34-0 and 0 through the whole region, man. Yeah, so I wound up leaving there. I was kind of disappointed. You know, I love Kev. Kev thought I was mad at him all these years. I'm trying to tell Kev, like, no, I was mad at Rippy because, you know, you didn't have to have that practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you really didn't have to have it because all we, all we needed was a little walkthrough. 
Cause you needed some recovery time. Your body needed some recovery yeah. time. Cause I'm pretty sure, and I know for a fact, if I was a hundred percent, we'd have ran through that whole that whole tournament. Plus, my other man got hurt. He wound up uh tearing his ACL, I think. My boy John Riddick. Yeah. Wound up tearing his um ACL. Like, yo, we we was destined. We we listen, I'm gonna tell you that year, we would have won the whole thing. We went on to the region. We won the it would have been nobody that could beat us, man, that year. We we won the whole thing. That's crazy. I, I I think I saw Kev yesterday down at Tillery as well yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yo, right, my, man, my man, Ref. Yo, my man, E said, leave Rippy alone. Nah, man, Rip messed that whole wreck <laughs> up, man. Whole wreck up. And you know what's, you know what's crazy? Like, Rip used to always like we had certain players with certain talent that can really dribble the ball. So he always, you know, zip, you know, some coaches got that old school mindset that if you're a certain size, you got to play the post. Nah, the yeah. game is changing. You know, because I came in as a slasher. You know, I, my favorite shot is I shoot the ball off the glass, three, two, you know, off the glass, or I might dunk on you. So that was my favorite thing. So, you know right. what I'm saying? You know, and Kevin used to tell him, like, yo, stop trying to keep him on the box because that's not his game. He could play the box. Oh, yeah. If I got a smaller guard on me, I'm going to the box. If I got a guy that's 6'9", clumsy yeah. feet, we're going to dance. <laughs> yo, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to come out here. So, I'm so happy. I see him, dudes. You know, because I, I went from 5'8 to 6'6". Six, six, yeah. Right? Oh, to six balls, then I grew two more inches. But my coach kept me at the guard position. So when I mm -hmm. refer to other dudes, you know, as like your position you play, you like six four center. You're like damn. Yo, and that's and that's what I'm gonna be honest with you. And you you don't know a lot of these coaches. You, don't you know never. That's what that's what hurt a lot of dudes' games, man. It hurt a lot of dudes' games because. When they got to college, you started seeing like when they go to these big programs, they start you started seeing like the stuff you doing in 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 high school. You can't do that when you got trees that's athletic and they punching your shit half court and they starting to fast break and you looking like, damn, yo, all four years I played the center for what? <laughs> Listen, you I'm ain't... telling my little cousin right now. My little cousin one of the top eight graders. Mm. I'm telling you, your guard. I said, yo, you have a knack. I said, you have a gift. Because you have a knack to always be around the ball. That's mm -hmm. the talent, right? Yeah, that's a very so talent. I'm going to tell you, if you don't work on these certain skills, you're going to hit a ceiling. Yeah. Right? Especially for New York guards. When we go out of town and we go to all these places. Like, okay, he can't shoot. Zone. Yeah. Then what do you do now? Cause you ain't driving between five people. But you know what's crazy? Gee, I tell these kids now, like, yo, when I when I when I see certain kids and they are and they at a certain height, I tell them all the time, stop going so deep. You gotta make the defense honest. Hit a couple of mid-range shots. Yes, yeah, gotta start there. And once they start right now. Yeah, yeah, once they start coming at you, 
then that's when you start dancing around them and doing yeah. what you do yeah. or diamond or whatever. But these kids are so stuck in design with this three-point, this step-to-the-side thing, the look cute. That's what's tearing our game up, man. Every, if you it's really home, Everybody do the same move. Everybody do the same move. Here you go. They get it. They get the ball. <laughs> I swear to you. It's like this. It's bam, bam. Step here, shoot. Bam, bam. Yeah. Step here, shoot. Everybody. Yeah. And I'm a defensive guy. I'm like, yo, fam, you know how easy that is? Catch on your game. Yo, that's like I'm playing against my son one-on-one. -on -one. He, my son is like six, six four. He's six four now. Okay. He's doing. He's doing all the same things. His favorite player is Jason Tatum. All that, you know, the, the sidestep stuff. Yes, yes. He's doing all that. Every time he do it, I just take it out of his hand. He's like, "Yo, how you keep stealing the ball for me?" I said, "Because that's not an initial move." <laughs> right, 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 right. They doing it. The, that's the first. That's not even a reaction move. They doing that just off the rip. Yeah, I said that's not an initial move. I said, let me show you what an initial move is: triple threat, jab, step, step back, going to the hole. So he's like, he's looking at me like, yo, but I'm like, you need to really work on your game <laughs> because stop. You know, I was always told. Stop watching NBA players. Yeah. Watch college games. Because yep. that's where you're going to be at. Yes. That's All so the time. Real. That's so real, man. It, so man. when I was coming up, uh -huh. I barely, I'm a, I'm a Laker fan, but I barely watch NBA that much. I always watch the, um, college basketball. Big East, Big Ten. ACC, those was like the games that I always wanted to, especially in the Big East. Like that era of basketball, oh my God, man. <laughs> Yo, that was, was must-watch TV. And let me tell you, I didn't watch NBA games. The first NBA game I've ever watched from beginning to end, 1980, the Magic uh, Johnson Championship, right? LA Championship, August the 6th. And... Mm. You know, I would watch it every now and again. But remember, I'm coming from the baseball world. Things a little bit slow. Yeah. And I was like, these dudes making all their shots. Watching the pro game back then it was totally different, right? Yeah. Damn. Because they took their time. Nobody they took their time to hit shots. Right. Yeah. Right. And and you know what it was, bro? They knew the game. Yeah. They they. You know what I'm saying? They didn't force shots. They stayed within their game. They wasn't no... If you knew... See, the thing is, back then, if they knew there was a three-point shooter, they shot... They had three-point shooters that shoot it. If you was a mid-range going to the basket type of guy, then you had those type of guys. Then you had shot-blocking guys. You had all type of guys. You know what I'm saying? That's how the teams were designed. Now... The teams ain't designed like that no more. They just, <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You might got two or three go players that, yeah, go for what you know. It, it's crazy, man, the way basketball what has evolved, man. What up, BG? Oh, that's my guy. That's my guy, man.
Man, he'll put plenty of years of pain on that court. Let me, up, let me know where the next game's out. LES Express, I want to come out and support. I know I can't bring your picture, but I got to come and cover the whole tournament. Need to do that. For sure. Thank you. So, Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. My man said me and my man cross country. Thank you, my brother. Wow. <laughs> See? Look at that. Yeah. My God. So, after you left FIT, you went to Westchester, correct? Um, I took a semester off at Melshawn Jr. So, I was chilling. Okay. You know, doing a little working thing for a little while, and then, um, I actually, um, my man, uh, who is it? Uh, my man Monster, Terrell Kelly, and uh, Fred Neal from Gauchos. I always had a great yeah. relationship with him. He was, actually, he was actually trying to get me to go to a school in, um, in Arizona called College of the Desert, where my boy, uh, my man, my boy Sydney played that, my boy Magic played that and I was definitely trying to go there so you know I was getting calls on them all the time all the time but um something happened I can't remember what happened offhand so then my boy Cross was at Westchester and he was like yo they're having a workout come up there so I went up there to the workout you know did my thing <laughs> killed as you, as, you, uh, as you should. Yeah. And, yo, the coach, Nick, he was like, yo, I need a player like you, boy. Like, what's up? <laughs> it's, it's not too far, whatever, whatever. You come up here. I said, all right, you know, I'm going to give it a shot, see what's up. So, you know, I kind of prolonged it because I'm not going to lie to you. I was trying to go to school in California. You know what I'm saying? I had a couple of schools in California. Um. My other coach um, from young, um, Brian, Brian Griffin from um, Nike One. Okay. He had a couple, yeah, he had a couple of schools for me in California. So I was, you know, I was thinking about, you know, going to California. So, but then, you know, Coach Nick talked to me. He was like, yo, listen, man, I understand you the type of player you, you know, you want, you want, but um, look, I want you here. I call you every day. Which is a fact. He was calling me every day. He wanted me there. So he's like, yo, your son is up here. You don't want to go somewhere a thousand miles, whatever, whatever. So I was like, I bet. So, you know, me and my kids, moms, we talked it over. (laughs) Yeah, we talked it over. And I was like, you know, we talked to me and my son, moms, talked it over. And, um, you know, she was like, yo, just go. So I was like, all right, cool. So I went to Westchester. Uh, first semester, I was going to sit out another year. Um, you know, I was going to sit out another year. But Coach Nick kind of like came to me like, yo, look. Dudes fell off. <laughs> I need you. Shane so, went through the same situation. Guys fell off the team and left him in the road. He just took it and never gave it back. <laughs> he said. I said, yo, all right. Cool, coach. I'm with it. So, by that time, you had me, Corey Underwood, uh, my man Shane Gatson, uh, my man Craig Taylor, 
I had another dude named Kurt Moore, white boy, <laughs> jump had like a forty-something-inch vertical, <laughs> three sixties in the game, backwards dunks on alley oops. You name it, Kirk was catching it. Anyway, you throw it up there, he going to get it. Mm. Um, who else we had? Uh, couple other players that just, you know, sprinkled around. And, you know, we wound up winning. You know what I'm saying? We um we lost the globe like three times that year. Like two times that year. Wow. Then That's um we crazy. wound up then we wound up beating them. Um we beat Monroe. So I got my get back. <laughs> you know. Talk, talk my, talk my talk. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, I'm a hundred percent now, coach. <laughs> that's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hundred percent now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not gonna lose you. I'm not gonna lose you twice. Right. So right. then, um, we beat Globe. Shot everybody. Globe was, you know, they we're going to smack them. We're going to beat them, whatever, whatever. Yeah, okay. We wind up beating them. We go to the region. Um, The first we played, um, I think it was Hagerstown. Not Hagerstown. One of them teams out there. Um, I had, I had spoke to Mr. Lloyds before I left. And he was like, yo, listen. Yo, let me say something. Let me say this something to you, bro. And I wanted to say this earlier. This how you know Mr. Lawrence is the real one. Uh, I'm a Master Square Bronco dude. My coach allows to play for Riverside. Oh, that's my dude. You talking about Doc. I played for Doc. I played Doc for, for a little while too, man. That's Doc was Doc. my guy. Doc is my guy. That's my guy. Greg Lloyd. That was my yeah. 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 Now, Sean, I'm gonna tell you something right here, right? Yeah, that's my God. You know, what I, you know what I used to call Doc Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> that was my. I'm a big wrestling guy. I know definitely. That was my God. I call that I. That you should call like that play ice cream. You know what time it yes, is, baby. Yes. <laughs> Bronco for life. That's right. That's a fact. That was my God. You ain't a real Bronco. That's we a all, fact. We all ran that. Yeah. Yeah. Mousey McFadden all down. Yeah. So, what I was going to say is, the fact that Mr. Lorch stayed cool with you after you messed that situation up at Ohio's because you didn't want to go there, right? Because you mm -hmm. playing Zolt. Yeah. I, yo, listen, let me spray something to you. Lois was mad at me a couple of times, man. <laughs> anytime I played for... Anytime I... Yeah, that's a fact. Anytime I played for another AU team, he was mad. Especially if we're in the same tournament. Right. Seen him in Slam Jam. He's like, what are you doing out here? I was calling you. What was you calling me for? I hope it wasn't no local tournaments because I'm out here. I've been in Vegas and I played in whatever. You know what I'm saying? So 
But he, Lloyd was always good to me. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, always stayed in my corner. You know, I got in trouble or whatever, whatever. He was just, he was there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Good people. And like I said, yeah. I don't care what everybody else say. Or he was, he me, was this. He me, touched okay. people. I'm, I don't care about that. He never did it. I'm he never a, did it to me. I never seen him with my own two eyes. So I, you know what I'm saying? I don't judge no man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Allah has to judge that man. That's it. Cool we and I always say this, right? Because us black folks is good for this, right? <laughs> we wave the flag, right? One yeah. minute, all oh, he's in our corner, he's helping our kids. And as soon as somebody hear something, it's like whatever they did, they just diminish everything that they've done. You don't know Man, how many, listen. I've had over a hundred and something interviews on here. You don't know how many ball players that came through Riverside, Gauchos, Madison Square Broncos, and I'm talking about Broncos. There was never no rumors, but Gauchos and Riverside who God said, you know what? Yeah, I know what they said. Gee, that shit ain't happen with me. These guys is in my corner, come to my house, give me money when I need it, feed me when I need to be fed. Yeah. Keep your lights on, whatever, whatever. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, dudes know what time it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could, t they, like I said, they could talk bad about, I see me, I don't know what went on in Gauchos. I don't care about what went on in Gauchos. I wasn't a Gaucho, I wasn't a Gaucho kid. I was a hawk. So it don't matter what was going on over there. It, whatever was happening over there, that's their business. Real side, that's what I'm about. Never seen it with my own two eyes. I don't know nothing about it. So that's just what it is. And we want to keep we want to keep some positivity on these men's name because listen, Gaucho's been around since 1967. Riverside since the 70s, right? This this has got history, like, and it's still around, helping yeah. black kids. And that's just. Yo, if you think about it, how many kids they done put through college? That's black and Hispanic. Yes, facts, facts. That kept them off the street. Now, if you went into the street, that's on you. That's that's on you. That was your choice that you decided, I'm going to be a street dude. I got friends. I got friends that I play with at Riverside. Some is in Wall Street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some is producers somewhere. You know, they doing what they do. You know, having a great life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. People know Mel Sean Scott for kicking ass on the court. That's the first thing people going to say. They going to say, yeah, son, you know, all the negative stuff. How you got known? How I know about you? How people in the New York City and around the country know about you? It's because that pill. It's because that pill. I don't care. I tell people, I had, you know, Richie Park on the show. Your family, we ain't talking about that. I don't care about that. And that's my man. I get God. That's my man. In my DM, yo, G. She asked dudes the tough questions sometimes. I know Duke did such and such. I said, Duke, I ain't doing that block. I'm not doing that. Y'all can do that. Yeah, because... There's so many other negative stuff you can listen, hear about Duke. 
at the end of the day, at the end of the day, nobody was there but that young lady, Rich, and whoever else was there. And I know the true story. <laughs> if you were, first of all, at the end of the day, if you were a real one and you grew up in that era and Rich was your man, you know the true story. And that's my man. And I know my man ain't got a bone in him to do nothing like that. So all them dudes that's just saying that, you won't say it to his face. Facts. Facts. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm talking about, see, yo, Rich, I'm, we're never doing that. I'm never, yeah. there's so many things that we know. I saw Lloyd the other day. I said, fam, yesterday, I went to his game, watch his kids play. Yo, G, I'm a duo. I said, yo, fam, let me explain something to you. All the fans, do you think I'm going to talk about? I ain't talking about none of that shit. They can hear that somewhere else. We here to celebrate you, fam. That's why I'm watching your kids play. I'm not here about none of that, fam. I don't care what nobody say. And nobody yeah. can give me to see that. That's a no, fact. Not doing that. Basketball heads is going to stand for something at the end of the day. We're going to stand for something that's right, and we're going to do the right thing and give God their flowers. And that's all you can I, do, I, my I, brother. I story, yo, fam. I'm coming from a game one day. Got my basketball in my hand, and I have my Sunny do iced tea. And short, skinny dude was like, yo, son, come here. I said, oh, shit, 50. Not the rapper, the gangster. 50 Cent, the gangster. He's like, yo, come in. He's like, yo, yo, Slim. You nice, man. I just finished watching you playing. Who knew? I didn't know. We, I see the raw people in the middle of my games. <laughs> real talk, in the middle of my game one time, he says to your earrings, was like, now you can tell people I robbed you. And he did it in front of everybody. So, yeah. but he just told me, he said, yo, Slim, keep it that ball, man, because, yo, you nice, man. Yo, you got something, man. He said, you see them niggas over there? Don't be like them. Dudes over yeah. there shooting dice. Now, that's a real one. He went and robbed the dice game. Look back. <laughs> it was like, I told you it was pussy, Slim. Go ahead. <laughs> and every time I see him, he give me love. Like, yo, my brothers was locked up doing 24 at the time. Yo, bro, that's just meant to lie to me. Yo, that's gangster. <laughs> we're the wrong to the game, right? And I'm like, yo, go ahead, yo. Man, you good. They was different back then, man. That's why I say, you know what I'm saying? Crazy, man, crazy, yo. Different type crazy, of era, bro. man. Now, listen, brother. Now, I want you to walk me through this St. Augustine situation. Because, <laughs> like I told you, I'm a conspiracy theorist to the fifth power. I know the things that be going on. All right, cool. Went on with me during my injury that I never really even talk about. But let's walk us through us, fam. All right. I really, originally, I wasn't supposed to go to St. Law. I had um, a couple of D2 schools that I was um really interested in me. Um, I really wanted to go to, I was thinking about going to Bridgeport. At the time, like I went up there, worked out, had a good um workout with them, oh, a couple of joints. This my man, Lambert Shell. Yeah, Lambert yeah. Shell. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah. got that picture too. My God, he he said he sent me the text and yo G already drew the picture, so I'm gonna send it to you once he sent it to me. 
All right, copy. So initially, I was supposed to go there. I wanted to go to Bridgeport because I really wanted to, like, stay close to home. But I had other schools, you know what I'm saying, D2 schools. So, um, but before that, I had um, a couple D1 schools, too. But they was on some, like, yo, bro, um, you need 20, 24 credits to graduate um, for JUCO. So my coach was like, you can only get nine in the summer. So what you going to do? So I had a D2 school in New Mexico that was on me. Um, I think it was Western New Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, so I was supposed to go there. But something had happened with the coach. He said some, some racist thing, and I think the players walked out on him or something like that. I, I don't know. I can't remember offhand. I got to ask my man, Malcolm Connor, that, that went there. Because me and him were supposed to go there at the same. Malcolm went to school together? Yeah, Malcolm went to Martin Luther King with me, too. But he didn't play at the same time I played. He played after. Got you, got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? So, Bridgeport came in. I was... um. I was tight because when I got to St. Norg, they called me <laughs> two weeks after I got to St. Norg talking about, yo, we got a scholarship for you and everything. And I was like, yo, I'm already at St. Norg. He's like, oh, damn. If it don't work out, you know, call us, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. So then um, get down to St. Norg, whatever, whatever. They was offering uh, partial scholarships because that's what they do in the South, I guess. So I had a little partial scholarship, whatever, whatever. And then um, something was wrong with my chest at the time, and I wasn't I wasn't feeling well. So we had a, like a uh, we used to have two day practices, like we run in the morning, do drills, do school then come back and practice. So, yeah. um, so, um, I'll go to the doctor. He's like, oh, you have a, a heart problem. It's like, a heart problem? What are you talking about? No damn heart problem. I ain't never had a heart problem a day in my life. Oh, it's like a small incision in your heart or whatever the case may be. I'm like, nah, you're bugging. I don't believe it. So I go back to New York um, that same weekend, and um, I get another whatever test. They like, what? Who told you this? I said, Yo, I gave them the papers. They was like, What kind of doctor they got down there? I was like, Listen, here, Doc. This is what they told me. I want to get this checked out. I want to make sure I'm all right, whatever, they, whatever. They, they gave you an intern. They ain't tell you this person probably was an intern. Probably they so, lot, more they, than likely. They have a lot of those interns working on us, and people have no idea because they have a white coat on, and we lose focus. Yeah, that's a fact. So, boom. Um, so, at the time, you know, I was having my second child. Um, so I'm in school, whatever, whatever. I go to first semester, you know, they with they BS, whatever, whatever. Then, um, 
Because the coach is kind of funny anyway. You what the doctor said? Yeah. Showed him whatever, whatever. So, you know, wow. the coach the coach was funny. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of funny because he was on some, like, you know, D.C., Maryland type shit. He didn't really fuck with us New Yorkers. He, he didn't really care too much for us New Yorkers. So, you know, it is what it is. So, um, but every day I was in practice busting their ass. You know what I'm saying? I was doing my thing. But it was just, you know, he was just acting funny. So it was cool. You know, I went to St. All. Um, I finished. And um, I left. And um, I was trying to go to another school. Um, I went, they, we, um, Westchester had a, um, like a, a showcase. So I had another year left. So I went to the showcase, did my thing. Uh, Southern Connecticut was on me. So I was trying to get there, doing whatever, whatever. But Kev Jackson had an NAIA school for me in Oklahoma. So I had to really sit down and just think, like, you know, I really want to go to Oklahoma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm having my, my second my child. Oklahoma. Yeah, my people went play in that yard in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, really? you know, so It's very fun. Yeah. So then I was just like, you know what, whatever. Got back on the um, – then I just, you know, I chilled, graduated from college, whatever, whatever. Um, Got back on the – the basketball scene in the street. So I was just, you know, I was playing at Dykeman, killing Dykeman, West Forth, just winning mad tournaments, Dunk is the light. We're going to get to there, but let me just say this, man. Yeah. Salute to you, to all that you've uh, been through and still stuck it out to graduate, right? Because yeah. a lot of dudes, at, with all that was going on with you and all that you had to deal with, it was easy for you to quit. That would have been the easiest thing for you to do. You go back. Nah, you know. To finish up. You know. And not yeah. being able to play. Yo, brother, that's super kudos to you, fam. For real. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mind, you know, me, I, me being a righteous person, I'm a 5%er. So, me being a 5%er, you know, everything I always feel, even in our studies, you know, you got to keep studying to, to progress. You know what I'm saying? So, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I always looked at life as if you don't finish – Something that you started, you just going, you know, dwindle down. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always want to just finish anything I started. That's real. And, and, and your kids going to see that too, man. And that's going to make them successful as well, man. So definitely yeah. salute, man. Um, Michelle said, then I played against Shelton Bryant, and he had 40 and 30. <laughs> that that was good. <laughs> yo, that shout out to my yo, shout out. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. Any anybody that can give it up and say, yo, that man killed me. Yo, salute to you all now for sure. Real talk. Yeah, my man Shell. That's my dude, man. Love my dude. Yo, that's man, my dude from day man. one. My man brother, still. Brother, brother. <laughs> my man real still. Real. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when I tore my ACL uh, uh, at the U, uh, I felt like they did a patch job on my knee, right? 
and I and I say that uh, quick fix to save a buck. And they was bragging about my knee brace that cost like five thousand dollars. And I can never dawn to me like why they keep talking about this fucking knee brace. Like I'm not gonna be wearing this shit my whole fucking life, right? But that now, you know, still have some knee problems every now and again, or whatever. I uh, hurt my sophomore year, but. I, I just always felt like they did a shitty job with my knee. You get what I'm saying? And with the, I was rehabbing more than I was supposed to be doing. And because the, if I would have got the correct surgery, because once I started hearing what everybody else was doing, I was like, damn, how come I ain't get that? Mm -hmm. And they knew, and they ain't sit down and talk to me. So, like, and a lot of other stuff I started to hear about college sports. Now, give you a, a a quick story real quick. My coach pulled me in the office one day and told me, Glenn, we're playing Wake Forest. I said, wow, I'm excited. He said, yes, I'm excited too. We got an $80,000 check. I was like, huh? He said, oh, yes, college is big business, Glenn. I said, what do you mean? He said, if we beat them, then they'll be upset. I said, what do you mean? He said, that's where the word upset come from. There's no upset in pro sports because everybody gets paid. Wake Forest Pretty is much. school enough. It still goes on. It's like, it's, it's a, pain it's a big business, man. That's no, why I be telling these kids. At that point, at that point, man, it fucked me up. Because I wish I would have known that at that time. Yeah, that's what I tell these kids. I be like, yo, when you go to, the, like so I tell these kids, like nowadays when I tell these kids about basketball, you know, the kids that's going to college, these big time programs, I'm like, yo, listen, Go where they want you. Go where you go. Your go that's gonna fit your game. Don't go just again, because. Again, I was asking somebody to tell me that when I was younger. Yeah. Go where they want you. It's like a relationship. You want to be yeah. with a girl that wants you. Go where they go. Where your game. Yeah. Go where it where it fits you. Stop going to the. The the name because the name is big on the on the on the jersey or whatever the case may be because now it's on the that might not be the situation. Yeah. And I thought I was doing that. I visit UConn, VC, Jacksonville, Indiana State, Fairleigh Dickinson. Mm -hmm. My man Demar Reddick, who came from Lincoln, was at Fairleigh Dickinson. They was just built the Rockland Center, right? Where they held the All American camps, and I was like, damn, I could go in there, kill, make this shit my home. He was still running the office for the 1950s, so that didn't work. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's, yo, brother, but look, like I said, for what you went through and for you still finishing, brother, man, salute to you, man. Salute. Now, um, okay. Now, I won't keep on here too long. I need the best three games that you ever had in your mind, the best three games anywhere. Uh, 55, West 4th, United Brooklyn, against United Brooklyn. Uh, phew, let's see. Who was on United Brooklyn? If you don't mind me asking, who was on United Brooklyn? 
Everybody. Or you said you said fifty-five. Fifty-five, everybody. Double nickel. All right. Everybody. And I wasn't even, what's crazy was, I wasn't even in the best of shape. I probably was about 270 pounds at that time. And I was working. We lost, we lost by 10, but I was working. Um, That's one of my biggest games because of the person who was coaching, I had, I have admire uh, and love him to death. My man, Sid Jones, rest in peace. Sid Jones, rest in peace. I paid for Sid yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah, that, that, Sid was like a big father figure to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was my guy. Yeah. Good um, man, good man, good man. Uh, it's kind of hard because certain tournaments, man, I was just giving buckets, man. So that right there is one of my main joints, man. Like West Forth is like, that's like my home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dykeman, like I said, I killed that joint for 10 straight summers. 10 man, straight summers. Like Jay-Z out that motherfucker like that. 10 summers, that's nine, yeah. 17 summers. I, was, I mean, back, I was killing that joint for 10 straight back, summers. Back, back. Yeah, I was, I was working. I was. That's how I got the highest you ever scored. Uh, I mean, I had numerous of fifty games, but fifty-five might have been. Yeah, fifty might have been. You know. Okay. Might have been. What's a lot of lot of thirties, lot of forties. You know, things yeah, that. I, I see. Uh, I see down here, your man. <laughs> uh, 30 40 you know what I'm saying like it's just certain tournaments you know I, I, I just rose to the case in, in certain tournaments like I just wanted to just just kill like one tournament I averaged probably like 38 this tournament that we used to have it was in the Bronx called the unit tournament like everybody played during homicide you name it everybody I was in there just show too man What's, yeah, what's, I was what's in the one misconception that people may have had or had about you that that you know is definitely uh, not real? Well, for the ladies, <laughs> they always say, yeah, they always say, like, um, you know, the dudes love me. Like, my people's, the, you know, everybody got, I got love for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you get the ladies that be like, oh, yo, he doesn't smile too much. You know, he's he, he might be mean. He don't want to be on, you know. But then when they talk to me, it's whole, oh, my. Like, oh, it's a different type of aura now. You know what I'm saying? It's a type of, different type of lift. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, now you're a good brother. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's sometimes the misconception. Like, you know, they'd be like, oh, he don't never smile. But that, you got to understand, that's something like, I got the same demeanor as my father. So, you know, ain't too much smiling. You know what I'm saying? When we smile, we'll be happy. But it, other than that, it ain't really too much smiling. It's more of a serious so, thing. I, I, I think I smile on here than I do in my, you know, any time in my whole life. Doing yeah. day, if I'm on here. I, but I, lately, I, lately, I've been smiling like, you got to, like, lately now, you got to smile a lot. You got to just have, because, yo, we losing too much brothers, man, out here, man. Yeah. Too many brothers to senseless stuff to whatever. 
So you just got to laugh. You got to enjoy life, man. And that's all I want to do from now on, man. I don't argue with nobody. <laughs> nobody. I might, I might debate, like, if it's basketball, it's friendly. Other than that, I'm not getting on the internet beefing with nobody. You got it, playboy. That's what you want to do? That's what you want to say? You got it, man. I, I just block people. I, that's my new shit. I just block people. I just play word. I don't even... Yo, listen. G, I don't even block people. I want you to see my greatness. I want you to I want you to enjoy my greatness, man. That's how I live life. All day, every day, man. All day, every day, man. As long as I live by these three words, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, bro, I ain't got to worry about nothing else, bro. What three words you Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, King. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Facts. Let me tell you. My brother was 5% of two, right? And my cousin. Yeah. So, me and my cousin, 1977. I kid you not. Me and my cousin went to my mother and, and my aunt. And we was like, you know, we don't become 5%ers. You know, uh, my name going to be merciful. My cousin's name was something else. You at the same time, <laughs> they kind of looked at each other. This we were at the same time. Let me tell you. That the gods had so much of influence on me, right? Cause I still remember the song. They go, uh, peace, Allah, and law, and justice. That's this. Whoa, I love you, justice. <laughs> this is from the 70s, man. That's Nobody a fact. That. I still remember that. That's a fact. We, they still do it. <laughs> they still, all the, all the old, all the elders still do it, man. Everybody still yeah, do it. Yeah. You know, the Sean Proves, they still do it. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up in a few minutes, man. Top high school, college, and pro you ever played against? Three players. High school, college, and pro. <laughs> Top high school player, I don't think. That's kind of hard, man, because... That era, it was so many um, players, man. I'm going to have to say um, top high school. Whew, let's see. Who was the top high school player when I was playing? It's kind of hard. Uh, I'm going to say Shea Kyden, top high school, Boston shootout. Okay, um, okay. You said college player? And you could have played against them anyway. It could have been a summer league. It could have been a program. Oh, man. You got to think of, like, New York City-wise, man. That's we got so many, it. man. And we ain't finished yet because we got to go to the top five. We had too many, man. I play against everybody. <laughs> yeah, so what's what? Give me the give me the top guy in college that you played against. Oh, uh, Ron Artest. Ron Artest and the top yeah. pro. Because I know top. you played against a bunch of them. Uh, let's see. Top pro. Hmm. 
That's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna say Ron again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, got you. I've been playing against him forever, so. <laughs> got you. That's that's that that works. Top five players from Harlem. Ooh. <laughs> yes. This is where this is where the questions get. Oh. Like, 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 questions and talk about the ball. You ain't shit. That's a fact. Um, damn. Who else? Who else? Shit. Oh, man. Um, this is one of y'all own, though. This is one of y'all own right here. Because it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, let's see. Um, you got two more. Um, I'm gonna go with somebody that that I know that used to kill every all the guards when, when we was coming up. My man Boo Allen, mm. my yeah, my man Boo Allen. A lot of dudes they know who Boo Allen is when we was coming up. They know around, around Boo Allen. Yeah, my man Boo Allen do um he do MTA now. <laughs> they know my wow. man. They know my man. Okay, play that, okay, play, okay. play that Kennedy High School. Yeah, they know him. Got you, got you. We gonna make that happen. One more. Uh, mm, uh, um, I might have to get. I gotta. I gotta give it. It got to be two people for this five. Okay, uh, yeah, Mike, Boogie, okay. Mike Boogie and Tip Dog, man. Okay. Mike Boogie and Tip Dog, yeah. Because you really can't say one with the other, I get you. Yeah, Mike Boogie Tip Dog, man. Yeah. Okay. The last top five. No, actually, you got two more. You got two more. Let me get out of here. Um, top five. Did your five. Did that five ready? I need to know. In your eyes, who are the top five players in New York City history? Oh, history. Who? Kareem? Yeah. There you go. Kareem is on. Check. That's Kareem is number one. Kareem is number one. Kareem is number one. Bernard King. That's two. Uh, King. Um, 
Stephon Marbury. Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Listen, Steph was different. Super different. So you you gotta yes. throw him yes. in that top uh, top five of oh, you know Steph, of, Steph of players. I just say tiny because Tiny only played one year of high school basketball. He was in eligible for three years straight. It just doesn't make sense. And become an NBA Hall of Famer is crazy. Yeah, that's I mean that's cool, but you know, like I, like I, you know, I I fuck, I mess with Steph, and I love Tiny, but yeah, yes, Steph, Steph was different, man. Yeah, yeah he's the yes, ultimate. Yes, yes, and um. As far as impact, uh, Felipe Lopez, man. Felipe. The forgot about I, Dominican Jordan. Felipe Lopez, man. Felipe. Whenever you ready to come on, basketball heads, man. Felipe Lopez, man, because yeah. he had a hell of a yeah. high school. Him, like I said, high school, him and Steph. Had a crazy impact. Yeah. And shout out, and, and another shout out to my man, the best kept secret, Kareem Reed. He was a problem yes, as well. Yes. 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 Yeah. Kareem on here. Salute. That's a fact, sure. man. All right. You got one some more, hard questions, more. man. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, damn. Um, ugh. Top players. Oh, um, they gotta be out of those two Lincoln kids, man. Which one, Bassy, Isaiah? Uh, Bassy, Stevenson? nah, Bassy and Lance, man. <laughs> Yo, Bassy, like the way they no, go. No, listen, them kids, you know why I say that? You know why I say that? You know why I say that? Because them two. It's like, yo, I don't understand. Them two, it's like, he leave, they come another one. And they doing the same thing. As long as I've been playing high, uh, basketball, Niggas always had those guards. Them, them, it, them it guards. You know what I'm saying? Them it. I listen, I always tell people, Tiny was my point guard, right? I always tell people, Tiny was nice back in the day. Yeah. He was one of the only dudes that I seen handle Kenny Anderson. You know what I'm saying? I like outscore him, but do everything that Kenny was doing on the court. Cause Tiny had all this. He had the left hand. Yeah. Oh my God. It was yeah. crazy. And then he saw what it took after that to keep going. Cause look, New York City yeah. was a beast. Y'all, y'all, you even said it. Every night was a dog fight. Everybody that come up here. You asked about their games, their high school games. Yo, G, every night was a dog fight. You hear that? Yeah, it was definitely a dog fight. I mean, I my team beats. We beat Tiny and them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It always was a dog fight. Right. Yo, those right. Brooklyn teams was tough, though, man. The Grady's, the Robersons, the so New Utrecht. They just had their high school reunion, 1990 City and State Championship reunion down in North Carolina. We're going to do a whole day special great soon this week. So stay tuned That's for that. That's a fact. For sure. That's a fact, my brother. All right. We're going to get you on the ML Sean, but check this out. 
I need to know, because I'm a, I told you I'm a hip-hop head, fam. I'm a former MC, real talk. I done rap with Jay-Z, perform with Big, Big Daddy Kane, Busta Rhymes, Style P. I'm representing the ball players on that aspect. And trust me, all the dudes that said it was nice, ball players and rappers, yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, check this out. Top five hip-hop artists, brother. Top five, top five. Um, all right. From, from my liking, this is my opinion. This is, I want to tell everybody my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm an old-school head. I love old-school rap. You know what I'm saying? My dudes, I you know, I love KRS. I love Rakim. I love Kane. Um, I was a huge Kumo B. Yeah, I was a huge, I was a huge Coogee Rap fan. Um, and then, then five. Yeah, then um, I was um, Kumo B lived not too far from me. Yo, hold on, come on, fam. I always tell people. My top five MCs, it never changed. Yeah. I go with who I like first. That's and a fact. The first MC I ever liked was Kumo D. He was the first MC MC. When yeah. it comes to battle rap, Mo D was different. He is the model. Yeah, listen. Let me tell you something. Go. Take that Bob Diddy, Bob bullshit on home. Yeah, listen. I went to PS129 on the hill where Mo D and them is from. My sister, our teacher was Special K's uh, moms, Mrs. Keaton. <laughs> yo, yo, and I'm going to tell you a little something about Special K because Special K wrote T. Rock, his brother, Record That's a fact. Store. That's and a fact. It was Tila Rock. Well, actually, his older brother wrote that. That's a fact. And I used to see them all the time. They used to come to our school, give us free records, autograph yeah. records, and everything. Kumo D was the only dude back then rapping, going gold with a college degree. That's a fact. This oh, not even that. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you another thing he was. He had a BMW that matched every outfit that he had. <laughs> Leather outfit. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yes. That's how I know. He was the only dude from the old and school that transitioned. I used to get Anybody that was from that hood, we used to get free tickets to the Apollo anytime he performed. I, and I was there the night when he challenged LL. Pulled up on LL and said, what's up? Let's do this. Whatever amount of money you want to do this from, let's do it. You know he, he declined. He was smart the way he wrote his lyrics. That, that's what you, know, you know you know he declined. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because yeah, because... You, when you talk about Murder Mook, when you talk about Charlie Clips, T-Rex, uh, any one of those Harlem dudes that really get it in, Kumo D is the origins of that. When you talk about yes, that, snapping on dudes, 
Kumo D started that. Yeah, that's a fact. Mo D was right. different, man. And then you, we move on to Kane, then Red Man, then yeah. Big, then Jim. Yeah. Yeah. And Nas yeah. coming afterward. But that, that's my five, brother. I love Nas, man. No <laughs> I love Nas. Let <laughs> tell you something. Sean, when I do these interviews and I write up my questions, I can count the time how long it's going to be. Sometimes yeah. the really good ones, like tonight, yeah. right, automatically, I already knocked with you the top 10 that says 9 o'clock. Yeah. So when it rolls that natural, man, those be these special interviews, man. And I'm telling you, this one is going to go down. It's one of the best interviews, man. I appreciate that, man. I'm telling you real talk. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. No doubt. Thank you, now, my brother. You get to nominate anybody who you want to come on the show now. Now, it's certain people that I reach out to. There's only a certain few. Most of the people that you've seen come on here has been referred by other people who have been on here. So this is how, like, again, Certain people that I reach out to be like, okay, my list got you. Cool. You're definitely one of the guys that I personally want to reach out to. Even though I know John, all of that know you, and people that know you that could have been contacting you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. So it, 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 it just makes, it means that much more to the show and what we do here. So you get a chance to nominate anybody you want. And like I said, I'm going to come up to Harlem in the next week or two. One weekend, I'm hit you up. You know what you're doing, brother. I'm coming up, and we can, uh, you know, yeah, politics, man. People I need to talk to. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Now, if you can't remember, if you can't get it now, you can always hit me up. DM easy. Yeah. Smart peoples, please let's make this happen. Yeah. We gonna make it happen. Yeah, definitely. I got you, bro. We yeah, we definitely can do that. No definitely doubt. do that. My God, send me that picture. I'm going to send it to you. I'll make sure you have it. And when I come up to home, I'm going to bring it to you. Bet. I just want to um, I want to thank you, my brother, for giving me my flowers, brother. And I appreciate you. What you do to, you know, you and a couple other dudes that be out here with your podcasters and, you know, giving people, you know, letting people hear people history and, you know, stories, you know what I'm saying, that could change other people's aspects in life. You know what I'm saying? So I big you up for that. You and I, you and a couple other brothers, man. Thank you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to salute my guys, A Game, my guy, All Things. Yeah, that's my guy. My guy, Ron Suprant. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. Um, I'm just the older guard out here, just trying to keep it straight in New York uh, and make sure that all of our guys, you know, like you said, we lost a lot of guys, man. Um, yeah. That didn't get the chance to tell his story, man. So we want to try to fill in those blanks that those not here and just try to let the guys that are here tell their story. That's a fact, bro. Appreciate you, my brother. All right, brother. Knowledge, knowledge, bro. No doubt. All right, my brother. I'm going to get out of here, man. I'm talked out. And I'm, hit me up soon with that, uh, with those names, and uh, we go from there, all right? All right. Peace to the gods and herbs. Y'all already know how I do. Peace. <laughs> Peace, brother. Peace. Man, good conversation, man. Good brothers. Good brother for real. It's nothing like the connection with the ball players, right? Because 
this makes the connection. Then the conversation starts, and then you realize how much in common that you guys have outside of basketball. So we want to keep making these connections and keep teaching the youth. Give them options. All of us been through some things. We ain't here to focus on the negative. We just here to focus on the positive and the things that made us who we are through this ball. So, about to get out of here, I'm your host, Glenn Pooh Harley. You've been watching Basketball Heads, the official home for New York City basketball. Pigs. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yes. 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 You have you just, just stepped into the world, world of... Uh,